Hey, strangers. Welcome to another episode of The Strange Sessions. I am Kurt, and as usual, with me is my co-host, my sister from another mister, (laughs) Krista. What's up, Kurt? (laughs) Nothing. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. I feel like we should have been recording the last 20 minutes when we were talking about various things. We need to stop having witty conversations off mic. Except it would have been a lot of us chewing Pop-Tarts and Raisinets. <laughs> and, and beef jerky. And beef jerky. Yeah, we're not the healthiest podcast. Hey, that's all protein, except for the Pop-Tarts. Yeah, Pop-Tarts are so high in calories, you don't think well, about but that. we split it. We so did split okay. it, and it was s'mores Pop-Tarts, yes, so you can't s'mores. go wrong. S'mores, it was delicious. So what's new in Crystal World? Oh, I don't know. Just been listening to some podcasts. You want to talk about some sure. podcasts? So I um, just finished the second to the last episode of heaven's gate mm-hmm. it's so interesting i mean i think we've all heard about these cults yeah um but i, I highly re- recommend people who like listening to a podcast that tells a story throughout the whole season rather than switching from topic to topic i yeah. really enjoy podcasts like that and this one um is narrated by the same guy who did spooked it's a Wondery podcast. They have a whole, I can't think of his name right now, but it's really interesting because the host actually belonged to a religious cult when he was a kid. So really? they interview him in an episode. Yeah. And um, kind of related to that, my husband and I just watched. I thought you were going to say my husband and I just joined a cult. <laughs> signed a bajillion year contract. Um, no, we were watching, I don't remember if it was on A&E, but it was about the Branch Davidians, mm-hmm. the, the David Koresh thing. It was a two-part special, and that was captivating. I mean, it was so sad and and really interesting. And now there's one about Jonestown coming on. Clearly, I have a fascination well, with cults. Well, <laughs> I've been binging on the Sofa King podcast, like I talk about, and I just listened to the one about the Manson family murders. And yeah, so, I mean, crazy. that stuff is... And he just passed away. He did. Was it at the end of 2017? Yeah. It's like yeah. he felt the evil leave the earth. Uh, it's just weird with him because he's, I don't know if I think he's evil. He's just. Or crazy. Well, he Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I didn't realize that he's into, he started, I don't remember the name of it, but he started some environmental group that like protects the environment, protects animals and all that stuff. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I knew he was like a fledgling musician and rock yeah. star and yeah. they stalked one of the Beatles or something. The Beach Boys. One of oh, the, the Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, because they, one of them took his, he has, he had a song called Never Learn Not to Love. Okay. Who? That, Ger- Charles Manson Yeah, did? that the okay. Beatles stole. <laughs> or not the Beatles, that, uh. <laughs> I got that in your head now. <laughs> yeah, you got that in my head. The Beach the Boys be- the stole and recorded it. So I Boys. think he was pissed at them about that. Hmm. But, you know, there's a line between pissed and... At least they didn't get stabbed to death. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I've just been binging on the Sofa King podcast. Uh, that's really all I've been listening to lately. Hmm. Yeah, I go through phases where I like like Sword and Scale. I'm always into mm-hmm. that. And it's a different topic each episode. But yeah. I do love podcasts that... Like Dirty John or Serial, that really S Town. I never heard of Dirty John. Oh, so good, it's a true crime one. Oh. And there's actually going to be now a TV special on it. So cool. I have I've stuff. laid off the true crime stuff lately because it just got too it's, depressing. It's I very think. depressing. Yeah. And I used I to wonder... I used to have Investigation Discovery on nonstop in my apartment. Now 
it just got to the point where I actually think it was depressing me. Mm-hmm. So it makes you really paranoid. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like Kurt just showed me this mace that he got a really good deal on. I'm like, hmm, maybe I yeah, should they go had, buy some They mace. had pepper spray at Walmart oh, for a dollar. Spray, so yeah. I bought two of them because I have friends that walk out to their car and it's a long walk from the, the factory to your car and they're mm-hmm. kind of freaked about it. And it was only like a dollar. Yeah. So it's probably expired, and if they need it, it or probably it just doesn't. Yeah, or it's actually accidentally got binaca in it. Yeah. yeah. So oh, it was a little sketchy that it was only a dollar, but hey. Yeah, another show that uh, we get sucked into. We call it like, "What did you do last weekend?" Live PD. Have you <laughs> I, run across I, Live I, PD? I, I can't get into Live PD. Oh I don't know God. what it is. Well, you're lucky because yeah. you're watching it for five minutes, and five hours later, you're still watching Live PD. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually quite depressing. I've been binge watching uh, the show The Americans like crazy because uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after, except for people listening to the podcast, it will be this weekend, oh, okay. uh, is the trivia contest, that 50-hour trivia oh, contest right, right, I right. do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's run from a, from KVSC, a, a college station in Minnesota, I believe in St. Cloud. Cool. So the theme for the contest this year is spying and espionage. And I know there's going to be questions about the Americans. Ooh. And it is seriously one of the best shows. Did you send something out on Facebook? Like they sent you pictures, right? Yeah, they send okay. it, it, They give us a, like 20 images that they're going to ask questions about during the, the contest. And you have to figure out where they come from. They're like super and random they're and they're super weird. hard and they're super random. Huh. The questions they even ask, it's not so much trivia. It's like how fast can you Google this insanely minute detail right it's like deep cuts yeah you know like they'll say uh in in, uh, detective joe smith in this 1959 movie finds a hidden staircase behind a tombstone in a cemetery what name is on the tombstone and you have like yeah that's like seriously all you get and you have like 10 minutes to answer this how are you gonna find that you we actually found that one you google detective joe smith Mm -hmm. and then 1959 and then you usually find the name of the movie and those are usually on YouTube. Sure. So then you got to quickly scan through yeah. the entire movie looking for a part where he's in the in the cemetery. We got that one. Wow. Yeah. So that's I spend a whole weekend doing so that. So do you have to have friends that you do this in yes. person? Yeah, with? I have friends. They're all most of them are together in somebody's apartment in Minnesota. Oh, okay. And you're we just use, on the phone or Skype yeah, or something. We use a uh, uh, app called Slack. That's like a group one of those group collaboration apps where you can okay. all chat with each other. Yeah. So we're doing that and I'm listening to it on headphones and stuff. Mm. So yeah. Crazy. It's it's it goes from five o'clock on Friday till seven o'clock on Sunday. Wow. So yeah. Got like and, five Pop Murphy's. Oh lined god. Up. Lots of pizza. <laughs> Lots of pizza. I used to get a lot of uh rum shotta. Oh god. I put that in my coffee except I get up for this thing at quarter to four in the morning. Wow. And I had my coffee one Sunday morning for the contest and I got up to go to the bathroom at 4.30 and I was like stumbly drunk from a little too much rum shot in. So if you're drunk at 4.30 in the morning from your coffee, you maybe cut back on Were the rum shot. Were they questioning your answers at some point? Like, <laughs> no, I actually think I did better. Why does Kurt keep texting boobs for all the answers? <laughs> I would not do that. Do you have any shout outs for anybody? I don't know. I don't think so. Do you? Uh, I want to give a shout out to, there's this app that I've been using lately called. You're giving think, a shout out to an app? Well, the I'm people on the app. I think it's called, I think it's called Habitica. Okay. It's basically a, a to-do list app where it's, where you create a character on it and it looks like a, like a vintage retro Super Nintendo Final Fantasy character where you okay. make this little character. 
and you put a to-do list, like things you do every day, things you have to do in the future, and every time you check one off, your guy gets experience and gold, and you can buy pets and stuff. Okay. And I joined up with a party on there because you can go on and fight big bosses where if you get all your stuff checked off for that day, you'll do damage to the boss, but if you don't, everybody in the party gets damage. Oh, yeah. So it, it really makes risk. you, yeah, it really makes you make sure huh. you get the stuff done you want to get done. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So I just joined a party on there and they were asking, I wrote something in my description about doing a podcast. So they asked what it was. So they all said they're going to check it out. Nice. So hi, guys. I just want to say hi to my party on Habitica. What's up? Habitica and that's my, party. that's my shout out. Sweet. I was, you just reminded me, you watch Strang- Stranger Things, right? Yes. Did you know there's a video game? No. On your phone? No. And it is like, it is reminds it like a me retro? of like Zelda. Yeah. That's it awesome. is so fun. I'm really awesome. into it right now. And it's free. Totally free. I so will have to check, check it that out. out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right. What else do we have? Do we have any housekeeping? I don't think so. We got a lot of, a lot of people liked our last episode about the missing, missing 411 stuff. Everybody seems to like that. Yeah. Sherry, my coworker, wishes we'd pick a story and really focus in on it but we're limited as to what kind of information we can find yeah know? there's not a whole lot about this stuff out there mm-hmm. it's all kind of vague yeah except some of the more well-known ones but i think we covered some of the more well-known ones in the first episode do you think that we could get into trouble if we had his books and we're just reading stories? probably <laughs> stories out of his probably books? yeah we probably shouldn't do that i don't know if we have a big enough listener base that it would get back to him Come here and be on the yeah, podcast. To, okay, that works. <laughs> we're trying to figure out Skype for my work podcast, so maybe we'll get that. Yeah, once we it. get Skype going, we're going to be hitting up some of our listeners to have a little Skype session with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a now what <laughs> really look that we just gave each pause. other. <laughs> hmm, okay. Well, yeah, no, I can't think of any housekeeping, really. I, I feel like we always have housekeeping, but I don't write it down. You know, yeah. I think of things throughout the week or I see something that relates to something we talked about. And I don't, I'm not, you know, we're coming up with some things that we kind of want to do in the very new future. One thing that I talked to Krista about is there's an app or a website. I can't remember what it's called, but I can put it on Facebook and people can ask us anonymous questions that if they want us to answer on air, they don't have to say who they are. You know, you can ask whatever you want. So Come I'm on, probably let your freak flag fly. Yeah. Ask whatever you want uh, <laughs> within reason because we don't want to have to mark these as explicit. Right. But uh, we'll uh, get that up and then you can ask something and we will answer it on the air. Maybe. And then maybe. It depends on what you ask. Depends on if you're polite. <laughs> but uh, there's other stuff that we got in the works. Yeah. I still would like to get a voicemail that people can call and tell stories or ask questions, things like that. I'll just put your phone number on the Facebook group. and <laughs> I don't answer unknown numbers. Phone calls. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'll add it to the, I don't know, do not call list or something. Is there anything in the news that you want to discuss? I don't know. Have we ever talked about the Slender Man? Oh, thing yeah. On that, here? That the girl just got sentenced like 40 years. Yeah, a, one of them got 40 years. I, you know, I, I think the other one is in process right now but i'm not sure i think i i don't remember if it was in our strangers group or in our main group but somebody posted just something posted about that, that and i yeah. said i just feel bad for her you know and i don't know is that one of them is ha- that appropriate? one of them has schizophrenia yeah i mean is it appropriate that i feel bad you know she's obviously clearly yeah disturbed. Up, so i guess i just feel sorry you know what's interesting is that i thought when this story first came out that they both 
did the stabbing. And I, what I keep hearing on the news is actually one of them was more of the aggressor. And I think she's the one that got the 40 years. I think the other one. Is that Morgan Geyser? I'm not sure. I feel like I should I know think that. That's, I think she it's was It's a one. local story. Um, but the, the one that didn't really wasn't as aggressive as the other. I think she was originally sentenced to like three years in some kind of, you know, hospital for people with mental problems. I'm trying so hard to sound politically correct. <laughs> and I can't come up with all the terms I should be using, but I, that apparently was not her final sentencing. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening there, but if it's, it's just crazy. The X-Files, I don't think it was last week, so I think it was the week before, kind of spun off on the Slender Man thing where oh, two really? teenage girls stabbed each other thinking the other one was a, a fictional creepypasta monster. It's interesting how shows just grab headlines like yeah. that and make episodes out of it. Yeah. It's crazy that that was local, though. I just saw something on, um, we get Milwaukee stations for our new stations where I live, and there apparently is a annual Jeffrey Dahmer tour in Milwaukee that takes place. Uh, those of you I, know I Jeffrey totally Dahmer, believe it. serial I totally killer. Believe it. Right. People are wearing t-shirts and stuff. And yeah. vic- there are still people who are vic- friends yeah. and family of the victims who are I mean, are I understand the fascination this. with that. Sure. And, and maybe, maybe doing a tour. Yeah. Just not wearing. It's not like a ghost tour. No. People were murdered, you know. And eaten Dismembered and, and Oh, Lord. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> I don't know. Those are the current headlines from Wisconsin people. Uh, we got lots of weird Slenderman murders, serial killers. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love Wisconsin. Yep. Ed Gein, you know he I was a big Wisconsin I do love Wisconsin, guy. though. It's beautiful here. I do too. I got a news story that actually leads into today's topic. A news story. A news story okay. from I think this past week. All right. It involves the rocket enthusiast, limo driver, and stuntman Mike Hughes. Okay, this is the guy who built his own rocket, yeah, right? He built his own this rocket. has been in the news quite a bit lately. Yeah. Let's hear it. I'm ready. He he his first homemade rocket launch took place in 2014. He flew up 1,374 feet, and soon after that he became a member of the Flat Earth Society. Oh boy. Yeah. So shortly thereafter that, he began making a rocket which would fly 1,800 feet up into the sky. The launch was intended to happen in November 2017, but that particular launch wouldn't prove whether or not our planet is flat or round because he would need to get up to 35,000 feet in order to be able to see Earth's curvature. But he figured that that would give him enough publicity that he was going to go fund me a new multi-million dollar campaign in order to get him high enough to take a photo of the earth. I'm sure B.O.B. will support him. <laughs> We're going to discuss B.O.B. Because <laughs> he wanted to get up high enough to take a picture to, to prove to people that the earth really was flat and that his society was right all along. Lord. So but, did he go into this building the rocket from the start with the intention? That I don't know because all it said was that he, right after that, he became a member of the Flat Earth Society. So once he got up there, he potentially saw possibly, evidence. That, uh, possibly. I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Evidence. Big air quotes. <laughs> but right before the November launch, the government intervened. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound safe or... Well, no, it, it was because... Do you have a permit the, it, for this? You know, when it, once people heard, oh, the government intervened, they, oh, they don't want them to find oh, out that yeah, the earth yeah. is flat, but it Not was really... Not that it's incredibly dangerous <laughs> and probably illegal. Well, the fact, the reason that the government intervened was that the Bureau of Land Management found out that he planned to crash the rocket into public land. Well, Which, you know, know, that's usually a no-no. Yeah. 
So he ended up calculating a different trajectory that wouldn't encounter a conflict with the government. And he moved the launch date to February 3rd, which was just recently. But yeah. that day they had that was last a, week. They had a live stream of the rocket, you know, launch and all that, but nothing happened. It it got scrubbed <laughs> and he claimed that the failure most likely resulted from a faulty plunger or a blown O-ring. Plunger, huh? A faulty plunger. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had Taco Bell once where I had a blown O-ring and a faulty plunger oh, after. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that'll put a yeah. stop to your plans real quick. Yeah, it will. So, yeah, it got scrubbed, <laughs> but he says he plans on still doing it. Okay. So if he's going to get his multi-million dollars in his GoFundMe, we'll Did, see. Didn't one of the, maybe this is the first time, but it didn't go as planned. Like, he kind of... Didn't he take off and kind of crash right away? That might have been one of the earlier ones, okay. but I don't know. I That's don't what I remember that. seeing in the news. I just remember seeing, because I saw news stories on, you know, like TV, like on Good Day Wisconsin and stuff about yeah. this, that he wanted to get this rocket up there, but oh, good it luck, was a buddy. no-go. Try not yeah. to kill anybody in the process. Yeah, exactly. I like that crash, have that crash land in, a, in public land. But whatever. So that's still going to be coming sometime in the near future. All right. So, we'll stay tuned. So good luck, Mike, with that. Let us know how it goes. We'll have you on the show. <laughs> that's probably somebody we could get on yeah, the that's show. That's probably somebody we could get on the show. <laughs> we need to start a GoFundMe. Right? Just a million. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all. But now we'll get into the history of the flat slash round earth. Yeah. So if you haven't guessed yet, today's uh, topic, topic is the flat earth conspiracy. All right. Which has been in the news in the quite last a bit few in the years. last few years. Yeah. yeah. But here's a little history. We're going to drop a little history on you guys. History is not my strong suit. To quote the Beastie Boys, dropping science like Galileo dropped the orange. Wow. We're going to drop some history. <laughs> wow. Pulling out the Beasties. That's <laughs> impressive. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Go on. So here's some history for you guys. Okay. The idea of the Earth being spherical actually goes back farther than most people realize. Around 500 BC, the Greek philosopher Pythagoras is believed to have been the first person to propose the idea that the Earth was round rather than flat. I had never known that. No. I knew all about his theorem, mm -hmm. but never knew that he was the first person to propose the idea that the Earth was round. He had been observing the moon and noticed that the line between the part of the moon in the light and the part of the moon in the dark appeared curved. Because of that, he felt that the moon was spherical, and if the moon was round, the earth should be round as well. The Greeks at this time felt that a sphere was a perfect shape, so it was only right that the earth was a sphere too. Then around 430 BC, the Greek philosopher Anaxagoras postulated that a lunar eclipse might be the shadow of the earth against the moon, further adding to the belief that the earth may indeed be round. Then, in 350 BC, the Greek philosopher Aristotle used the movement of the constellations and the observations made by Pythagoras and Anaxagoras to finally declare that the earth was, in fact, round. Okay. Hmm. Okay, now this next part shows you how bad I am at history. Most people think that Christopher Columbus made his 1492 voyage in part to prove that the Earth was round, but that was a myth perpetuated by Washington Irving's 1828 book called The Life and Voyages of Christopher Columbus. If anybody would have asked me before I read that why Columbus made his trip, I would have said to prove that the Earth was round. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. that, that me too. No, and then according to historian Jeffrey Burton Russell, quote, 
No educated person in the history of Western civilization from the 3rd century BC onward believed that the earth was flat. So Columbus, okay. yeah, I did not then know that. Not I always have... assumed that Columbus, that was one of the reasons that he did the trip was to prove that the earth was round. And but they, they, Yeah, other... they knew it was round. I mean, it wasn't even a question that... Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so I never knew that. So Is that the Mandela effect happening? That right might there? be because I swore <laughs> to God. I mean, I thought it was like in a schoolhouse rock thing that, right. <laughs> that he did that. So, yeah, so Columbus did not, in fact, make his trip to prove that the earth was round. Okay. So, yeah. Learning stuff all the time. Yep, that is some history, some brief history on going way back, the flat slash round earth theory. Now, as we near the modern era, the idea that the earth was actually flat came to the forefront in 1849 when English writer Samuel Robotham wrote a pamphlet called Zetetic Astronomy that argued for a flat earth. And it was shortly followed up by a second pamphlet called the inconsistency of modern astronomy and its opposition to the scripture. So he could have used somebody to punch up that title, maybe. Sounds like Scientology. Keep going. It does sound like Scientology. <laughs> in 1883, he founded the Zetetic Societies in England and New York. His pamphlets and organization attracted many members that continued to spread the flat earth gospel. After Robotham's death, Lady Elizabeth Blount created the Universal Zetetic Society in 1893 in England. And as far as local ties and a Wisconsin shout-out, Wilbur Glenn Voliva, the head of a Pentecostal sect that established a utopian community in Zion, Illinois, preached flat-earth doctrine from 1915 onwards. He used a photograph of a 12-mile stretch of the shoreline of Lake Winnebago, Wisconsin, to prove his point that there was no curvature and that the earth was flat. Why would a picture of the shoreline prove Because that? he took it at a low angle, and it showed that you could see off in the distance enough that he he thought that if the earth was curved you wouldn't be able to see off in the distance that far so he used that photo of lake winnebago weird it's weird logic yeah it is i don't get it but go on okay and he you know he would use his picture to, to to convince people that the earth was flat he also said when the airship italia disappeared on an expedition to the north pole in 1928 he told the world's press that it had disappeared because it had accidentally sailed over the edge of the world. So Krista just Krista just, right put, Krista just <laughs> dropped her head back and gave a big sigh. Complete exasperation. So he said it just went right over the edge, and that's why it disappeared. Maybe that's where all the missing 411 people Ooh, went, over the edge. Good callback. It's <laughs> <laughs> very possible. <laughs> this brings us to 1956, when Samuel Shenton set up the International Flat Earth Research Society, better known as the Flat Earth Society from Dover, UK, as a direct descendant of the Universal Zetetic Society. When satellite images showed Earth as a sphere, Shenton remarked, quote, it's easy to see how a photograph like that could fool the untrained eye, end quote. What photograph was he referring to? Earth as a sphere, a picture of Earth as a sphere. And he said, it's easy to see how a photograph like that could fool the untrained eye. And what did this guy do for a living? He ran... <laughs> A flat Earth Society. I don't know. Okay, it wasn't like a you know a trained or educated scientist or anything. Probably not. <laughs> okay, I'm, go- I'm gonna go with the no untrained on that one. eye. All yeah. right. Well, he had a trained eye, so he His could was trained. He yeah. could see past that crap. It was well trained. Yeah. Okay. Shenton died in 1971, after which Charles K. Johnson became the next president of the Flat Earth Society. 
Johnson's beliefs were based on the Bible, and he saw scientists as pulling a hoax that would replace religion with science. Over the next three decades, under his leadership, the Flat Earth Society grew to reported 3,500 members. Membership began to decline after a fire at Johnson's house destroyed all of the records and contacts of the members in the society. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think the government torched that's, it because he was getting too close. Or that's like, yeah, they're like fair weathered friends, you know. Yeah. Oh, everything I mean, burned down. I'm yeah. out. I'll find. We'll go to Scientology instead. If you got a big, if you have a big society like that, put your stuff in a fireproof box. Well, I feel, I feel like they just died off because they lost their contact information. <laughs> yes. Well, they didn't have like Snapchat and, and Facebook Messenger and stuff. True. Back they only in those had days. telephones. <laughs> so, go, moving on. Yeah. Yes. Johnson's wife, who helped manage the membership database, died, and Johnson himself died on March 19, 2001. In 2004, Daniel Shenton resurrected the Flat Earth Society, basing it around a web discussion group. This eventually led to the official relaunch of the Society in October 2009 and the creation of a new website featuring a public collection of Flat Earth literature and a wiki. Okay, yeah. a Wikipedia page? Yeah, so now okay. it's official. Is that the, the cool slang I for guess, Wikipedia? Yeah, that's, the cool, that's what the hipsters like me say. <laughs> wiki, 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 let me check the wiki. <laughs> okay. Moreover, the society began accepting new members for the first time since 2001, with musician Thomas Dolby becoming the first member to join the newly reconvened society. I think somebody should create a Wikipedia page for the Strange Sessions. We should. No, not us. Somebody else? else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys get on that. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Embellish all you want. <laughs> so Thomas Dolby was the first one to join the newly reconvened society. Thomas Dolby's the one that did She Blinded Me with Science back in the 80s. She blinded yeah. me with science. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That one. He later said that it was a joke and that he doesn't believe it, but he wanted to join the group. Its membership has grown by 200 people, mostly Americans. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> so many listeners we have. Uh, mostly Americans. We're lucky if we have 200. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly Americans and Brits. Well, no, it has grown by 200 people, mostly Americans and Brits, per year since 2009. That's not that much. So that's still not that much. In the last few years, celebrities began to support the cause, getting its name and beliefs out there more into the public eye. Oh, good. So now we get into the celebrity stuff. And at mm. this point, we're going to take a break because we have our random weird product to try. Can't wait. And this is legit the first time that I am scared trying something great and he liked our drink last week i liked the drink last week and i was cool with the, i was now. cool with the nasty ass jelly beans okay so should tonight, i do some kind of music tonight we should have some music first of all do you know what kombucha is yes i do know what kombucha, kombucha is. is like and a i don't like it oh boy kombucha is like a fermented a fermented, a fermented beverage it has like live cultures yeah, in it it's a probiotic and I've had ones that are like blueberry and raspberry, and they still taste... They're carbonated like, they, too, right? Well, they taste like they were filtered through a gym sock. Yeah. So they're not good. I have a friend who makes it. So tonight, we are going to try spicy Korean kimchi... Kimchi and... Kimchi... Kombucha. Kim, kombucha. And kim, kimchi is also fermented. It's very popular in Asian yep. food. So we are trying... Isn't it prebiotics too? I think... This one just says probiotic. Okay. But it is spicy Korean kimchi live shots. It's all the rage in the health food world. Yeah. So this is what we are going to try. Oh, I 
I'm I'm literally I'm a little scared. <laughs> I am scared because I don't like I, things I don't that like... are carbonated. And the last, the only kombucha I ever tried tasted carbonated. They they usually I feel are, like but if they it have were like flat... a funky yeasty because I think it's made with mm. yeast. I think there's a lot of yeast in it. But when you couple that with spicy <laughs> Korean kimchi, no, the thing is, I love sauerkraut. Me too. Kim- I love is, that kind of kimchi. Food. Is basically fermented cabbage which is kind of what sauerkraut is and there's other vegetables in there too i think yeah some people are uh, about sauerkraut i love it i remember a little aside, a little side story here that years ago i was with some friends watching an episode of the amazing race okay where they do it's like a reality show where they do challenges and stuff and one of the challenges was that they had to eat a plate of sauerkraut and drink a big stein of beer and we're looking at easy each other peasy. like... I'm uh, German, baby. Yeah, I can I do like, that. That's not a challenge. That's breakfast. <laughs> you know, so I love... I'm hoping... When I used to work at the grocery store, we actually had sauerkraut juice in cans, and I used to drink it on break because okay, I Okay, that love, I wouldn't do. I love sauerkraut, unless it, unless it has caraway seeds in it. Were you very regular at the time? I probably <laughs> was. I don't really have a journal. I, uh, Probiotics are good for digestion. Yeah, they are. And the flora in your guts... But I love sauerkraut, so I'm keeping an open mind that the spicy Korean kimchi kombucha. Kurt promised he won't pour me a big glass. Because no, we're I'm just going to try be a little this bit. time. Do we want to smell it? Once sure, I let's put smell it. it, it, put it in yeah, a, yeah, do you yeah. want to smell it out of the? Let it breathe a little. Maybe it's like a fine <laughs> like wine. A fine wine. <laughs> oh, I got a feeling this Made is going to be yeast. nothing like a fine wine. No. I should probably shake it up so we get the the full funk. The sentiment, sediment at the bottom. <laughs> the, the, sentiment. Sentiment. the sentiment at the bottom. I'm going to shake up oh, my look on your face if that, right now. If that just taking the cap off, maybe that was just some random smell that wafted through. Oh, here, sure, sure, sure. In this closed room in this school in the middle of winter. Oh boy. I'll I'll be prepared with my apple cider vinegar. Oh, it's like it looks like carrot juice. It does look like carrot juice. It looks like a medicine bottle. That's a lot. I'm I'm gonna do a shot. This you're is yours. Just, you're just gonna slam it. Which one's mine? The one this you're one. pouring now. Okay. Can you at least read the health stuff on the back? Like how many All vitamins right. are in this thing? Natural probiotics from wild fermentation. Delivering nutrition and probiotics the way Mother Nature intended. Made only from real Did whole... She? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can kind of smell this. Made made only from real whole ingredients like fresh vegetables without added sweeteners, lab cultures, or extracted flavors. Wild fermented below 70 degrees and shelved refrigerated retaining the raw probiotic nutrition. Savor one to two shots a couple times a day for maximum benefits. I don't think there's going to be savor? any savoring. No. Uh... It's, a it's cute got a bottle. lot. Of, it's got a lot of sodium, but other than that, there's like no. the bottle's adorable. Looks like a little shorty. Okay. You gonna put a picture of this on our Instagram? It's totally yeah. I'll take a picture. Oh, I just got a whiff. <laughs> it it smells not... like. It smells like oh, tomato juice. It smells like juice? tomato juice. It smells like spicy tomato juice. Like, yeah. It smells like tomato juice salsa-ish. mixed with ish. Yeah, it smells like salsa, like salsa water. Okay, I'm taking... I honestly don't think it smells that bad. Yeah, that's what I thought about the drink last Good week. Good point. You ready? <laughs> okay, down the hatch. It's not terrible. No, it's really... Ooh, it is kind of spicy. It's sort of like a V8 with a kick. Yeah. And a little funky background. It's like a... It's like a it tastes vegetable-y. It does taste. It tastes like a, a like a watered down V eight. Yeah. Mixed with 
Cayenne pepper. <laughs> Cayenne pepper. <laughs> I taste the sauerkraut type flavor, though. I can taste the fermented vegetables. Okay, that's really not it's that not bad. It's not bad. Oh, ooh. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a... Well, there's like chunks at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, it's like, strong. It does, it does kick, <laughs> it kicks in the ass a little bit after. Oh, you got to take a picture of the bottle. Can I have the bottle? Oh, you want more? I hope this... No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that for Jeff and Joe. Suck it's it up, guys. It's actually not that bad, though. It's better, it's better than last week. It's actually really not that bad. It's a I could do without the the spice. I like spice though. But it ta- it does taste like. It's actually not bad. No, like you said, it tastes the like aftertaste is good. It tastes like V eight cut with salsa juice. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it tastes like. With pickle with, juice, even yeah, pickle juice. There's a little Ooh, pickle juice. I in totally there. taste pickle juice. Yeah, this would be good in a Bloody Mary. That would be good in a bl- and healthy. Maybe we'll have Bloody Marys next time. On it. <laughs> it's growing on me. So yeah, this isn't bad. Okay, we'll post a picture of this. I am pleasantly surprised. On the Instagram account. If you're interested in getting this. What would you give that? I don't know. I'd scale give it like of a one to seven. Ten, I'm going to give it a seven too. It was yeah. actually, it's actually really nice. I might that, have a little more. We'll I couldn't. I might pass that this, over here. This might do battle in my stomach with this apple cider vinegar drink yeah. I'm drinking. I think, yeah, you might, have a, you might have. I was gonna say you might have a burnt or a blown out O ring and a faulty plunger <laughs> later. Oh goodness! Good times on the strain sessions. Wow. Okay, that is not not bad. I feel like we're passing around the hooch. And I was scared of this. It's the stuff you want that the we. Last bit. Sure, I'll get the. I'd swirl it around the. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the chunks. Ooh, look at that! Just look at that sludge pour out of there. It's going to be the thing that we're going to be like, this isn't going to be bad. This is actually going to be good. That I'll have gonna, to pull over on the way home. We're going to gag on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, this is not bad, right. guys. I kind of recommend it. It's weird when you're drinking it, but the aftertaste is really good. Yeah, that is That's strange. Make my nose run. <laughs> it is spicier than I expected. My throat's burning a little Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you got the chunky. Oh, I got the chunky. Those are chunky set. Ooh. All right. Okay. We're gonna have excellent digestion tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a half drink bottle of water there. Oh, I still I have my bliss. Oh, okay. Reduce stress. That was actually not yeah, bad. I'm, it I'm really impressed. wasn't. We I would, were I would, terrified. I would willingly drink that again. Yeah, I would. All right. All right, now we get into the celebrity portion of the flat Earth oh, good. <laughs> stuff. I, I'm trying to stay open minded on this. Neutral. Yeah, we will. I'm we sorry, realize that some Tila of our listeners tequila may... comes up. It's kind of like, and that's the thing. I ragged on Tila Tequila when I did our little teaser for this episode, but I got that same thing with her that I got with Paris Hilton, where I actually like them <laughs> because I kind of feel sorry for them. Yeah. You know, really I, I, nice I think I talked people, about this. On, I think I talked about this on a podcast in the past that I actually really like Paris Hilton. I think she's, I think she's smarter and I think she's nicer than some people give oh, her credit probably, for. Probably, yeah. But I feel like people hate her. I feel cause... like years ago she realized that her position in life is to like be the jester, to be like the fool that people laugh. Well, at. Well, after and the I think show she, her and Nicole Richie had, that yeah, didn't but I help. think they played up their dumbness on right, her because Nicole Richie is totally different. But, now. You know, I like Paris Hilton. I, I have I have like weird recurring dreams where her and I are trying to get away from serial killers. <laughs> I I don't know why. Okay, <laughs> but I kind of have the same thing with Tila Tequila. Do you need she, to go lay down on that couch over there <laughs> maybe, and talk about this? Maybe robot? that's the Kim Chi shots talking, <laughs> but, but you know I. 
you know, Tila Tequila is a hot mess. She's the kind of hot mess that other hot messes look at and they're like, damn. Hasn't she been on a reality show too? Wow. Yeah. You take a drink and stuff just like, <laughs> yeah, your I face saw, does I involuntary your, I, I saw your eyes twitch a little bit on that one. I even taste like lemon. There's like lemon, there's pickle juice, and there's salsa. It's like <laughs> I feel like we could make kimchi without going through the whole fermentation mix, process. Yeah, just mix up a bunch of stuff. And B.O.B., of course. Okay, let's yes. get into this. I'm, All right. Uh, some celebrities that support this cause include Tila Tequila, NBA star Kyrie Irving, rapper B.O.B., and supposedly Shaquille O'Neal. I've heard that too. Uh, Kyrie Irving has said... This is not even a conspiracy theory. It's right in front of our faces. I'm telling you, right in front of our faces. They lie to us. If you really think about it from the landscape of the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that, can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all planets aligned, rotating at specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on in these planets? Oh my <laughs> I, have, God. I have no idea. I need a flowchart So what does one. he think is happening? I don't know. All these planets but, are just chill? Yeah, that's what he says. And then he says, the truth is right there. You just got to go searching for it. How does he explain gravity? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Shaquille O'Neal said, and he's quoted on a podcast as saying, I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. I do not go up and down at a 360-degree angle and all that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us? It's not. The world is flat. <laughs> a few days later, though, Shaq stated, I'm joking, you idiots. Oh, God, I hope so. so. But some people think that he got so much crap for saying that that he kind of... <laughs> just, just kidding, guys. Yeah, just kidding, guys. <laughs> Uh, rapper B.O.B. is one of the biggest Yeah, he got into a huge Twitter battle. B.O.B. and Neil deGrasse Tyson squared off on Twitter about it and even had a rap battle complete with diss tracks. Oh, Lord. And you wonder why aliens don't want to talk to us. Yeah. You don't want to take on Neil... No. DeGrasse Tyson? Neil Tyson. Neil Damn DeGrasse Tyson. No, you had it. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. I think I say it did wrong. Did I say Neil Tyson DeGrasse? I think you did the I first did. time. But I'm, I'm drunk. The dude on, is a, I'm drunk on kimchi juice. <laughs> the dude is a genius. Yeah, he is. He has a really cool voice. I've watched a few shows that he's like, you know, hosted or narrated or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's fascinating to listen to. He reminds to. me of, do you ever watch the Cleveland show? <laughs> yeah. He's totally yeah. Cleveland Brown. Yep. Yo. But yeah, they had a rap battle, they had diss tracks, and finally DeGrasse finally said, Flat Earth is a problem only when people in charge think that way. No law stops you from regressively basking in it. And his last tweet to B.O.B. was, Dude, to be clear, being five centuries regressed in your reasoning doesn't mean we all can't still like your music. <laughs> so He does have one really good song that Haley Williams sings on, Airplane. I love Haley Williams from I Paramore. I she sings on it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I want to like him because of that, but... But uh, B.O.B. is attempting to crowdfund his own rocket launch to carry a camera into space Are and to look serious? for the curvature of his earth, of the Earth. So all the, the photos that NASA astronauts well, we'll get into have that. taken? We'll okay. get into that. Okay. Two months after his fundraiser was posted, B.O.B. had reached $7,000 of his $1 million goal, the first thousand of which he donated himself. So he's not really lighting the world on fire with his... Uh... He must not be... Im- <laughs> I don't know. As rich know. as all rappers claim to be. But he is the one that is really pushing for this. Okay. Why doesn't he just strap onto the back of Mike's rocket? Yeah, you could maybe hitch a ride with him. I just <laughs> said, yeah. I just went totally, yeah. totally Wisconsin there. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Now we get to Tila Tequila. Sweet. If you don't know who she is, she was like a MySpace celebrity and she had a... And she had a reality show. There's rumors that she has done porn. I have not 
exhaustively research that? <laughs> a little bit, though. I maybe you looked into it. I looked bit. into a little bit. I might look into a little bit again when I get sure home tonight. Yes. But <laughs> so these are some of Tila Tequila's tweets. Oh, can't wait. These are I, got be a list, I got a list of these. Okay. It's 2016 and nobody's been able to prove to me that the earth is round. Where is the curvature in the horizon? Prove me wrong, damn it. Next one. Why are all the buildings in New York City standing straight up? If earth was round, then some of the buildings should have a slight tilt. Don't they understand the massive circumference? We're going to the next one. If the earth was a spinning globe, then how come airplanes can land without crashing? So there's that. The next one, and this is the one, uh, this is the one that I am like, what? <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm ready. If Earth was a spinning globe and the sun is supposedly 150 million light years away, then how come the sun rays beam straight down? <laughs> <laughs> These people are walking the Earth alongside yes. of us. And they have TV shows and they have more money than we you do. You know what they're picturing? And this reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock. I can see a picture of like a cartoon of the planet earth and like skyscrapers yes like from the different from like tokyo and new york and chicago and they're kind of you know she's looking at that and that's her reference of this is what the earth should look like if it were curved but seriously (laughs) if the sun was that far away how come the sun rays beam straight down think about that one folks wow it's profound next one if the earth was a spinning globe then how come the north pole is always seen in the same spot what? I don't get that at all. Where is she because getting this from? I don't know. From? I don't know. And she's now eating kombu- she's now drinking kombucha she must be drinking late at night. Kimchi. Now, now, now she's doing all caps. So now she's oh, now she's, she's now she angry. means business. Yeah. I will stop my flatter talk if someone can send me a goddamn photo of the horizon with a curvature. Otherwise, it is flat. Next one. I mean, you believe it just because NASA tells you so and takes fake CGI space pics? LMAO, LOLOL. Oh, well, somebody who uses that many, um, yeah. what are those called? I don't know, but I use those, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, driver of the serious bus over and, there, ending her tweets with LOL. And now she now she actually makes a little bit of sense. Are these like all in sequence, like yeah, on the they same were like all day? In sequence, I okay. believe so. Now this one actually makes sense. Sure. I'm the only celebrity not afraid of the others, so I speak the truth. That's how I got killed in 2012 and became a clone. Okay. Yeah, Krista just gave a big eye roll I on that one. I just can't even like... And her, the last tweet I got from her, if I get killed in 2016, you'll all know it's because I exposed the earth as being flat. Or we <laughs> She get... didn't get killed, so... Or she uh, stuck her finger in a light socket because she's clearly a rocket scientist. Yeah, so that's, that's Tila. She's one of the big proponents of a flat BOB is probably reading these tweets and rolling his eyes like yeah. will you stop talking now yes. people are gonna think we're nuts you know tila bring it down a notch yeah maybe step away from the uh social media for a little while but that could read be a her, book could be her clone because she was killed in 2012 <laughs> and she was cloned she was murdered in 2012 yeah that she said that's how i got killed okay. in 2012 and became a clone because of the flat earth theory because the others the others found out i'm guessing that's the illuminati new world order okay whatever whatever they killed her and cloned her for some reason which Maybe if we could kill get someone, we could get her on our show for sure we probably could for a couple bucks <laughs> she can stay at my place uh-huh give me a call research that give me a call t i can't find any porn of you online we should just make some yeah anyway it's online anyway 
Now we get into the actual flat earth theory. Okay. The like, le- like this is beyond, what they believe. Okay, this is okay. what they believe. I'm ready. The leading flat earther theory holds that earth is a disc with the North Pole in the center and that Antarctica is actually a 150 foot tall wall of ice around the entire edge of the flat earth that holds in the water and prevents earth inhabitants from leaving. So uh, they say NASA employees guard this ice wall to prevent to prevent people from climbing over and falling off the edge. Okay, do they believe in global warming? <laughs> because know. this ice thing is going to melt and we're all going to fall no, off the lot, edge. No, a lot of the stuff I looked at said for a visual of this, you have to imagine the Earth as a pizza. The North Pole would be the center of the pizza <laughs> and Antarctica would be the doughy crust. <laughs> Delicious. It, I know, that made me hungry. <laughs> I wasn't thinking flat Earth. I Antarctica was thinking would dominoes. be the crust? Antarctica would be the crust because it circles the entire... Antarctica, it, they say that Antarctica is actually just this wall of ice that's, that circles the entire flat planet. Because whatever direction you go, you're going to run into these ice things and you're going to think it's Antarctica because you're going to think you're, no matter which way you go, that, that direction, you're going to be going south, that you're going to hit Antarctica. So Antarctica circles the entire Earth as an ice wall. This, is this so should have been a video absurd. podcast for the looks that Krista has given me on this stuff. I wish we had a video camera here I'm for this. I get a headache from rolling my eyes so hard. Earth's day and night cycle is explained by reasoning that the sun and moon are spheres measuring 32 miles across that move in circles 3,000 miles above the plane of the Earth. That's really specific. Stars, they say, move in a plane 3,100 miles up. Mm-hmm. Earth's gravity is an illusion. Mm-hmm. Objects do not accelerate downward. Instead, the disk of Earth accelerates upwards at 32 feet per second squared, driven upwards by a mysterious force called dark energy or etheric wind. So they think we're just we're on always a flat. Going we're, up. Yeah, we're, we're, we're on always an elevator, getting pushed up. Always going <laughs> that's up. That's exactly what it is. And that's why if you drop a flever, a flever. <laughs> a fl- <laughs> See, that's a kimchi's kicking in. <laughs> a feather and a coin from the top of a huge. Okay. Well, yeah. because we are driven upwards by a mysterious force called dark energy or etheric wind. This force is called the universal accelerator or UA for short. They also say that if earth is hurtling through space, why doesn't the water in the ocean wobble? (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. It doesn't wobble. It doesn't wobble. Oh my God. Now, when we get to photos and videos and stuff like that, okay. there are generally two beliefs. The first belief is actually on the Flat Earth Society's Frequently Asked Questions page. Ooh. They say, the most commonly accepted explanation of the photos from space is that the space agencies of the world are involved in a conspiracy faking space travel and exploration. This likely began during the Cold War's space race, in which the USSR and the USA were obsessed with beating each other into space to the point that they each faked their accomplishments in an attempt to keep pace with the other's achievements. Since the end of the Cold War, however, the conspiracy is most likely motivated by greed rather than political gains, and using only some of their funding to continue to fake space travel saves a lot of money for them to embezzle for themselves. Please note that we are not suggesting that space agencies are aware that the Earth is flat or actively covering the fact up. They depict the Earth as being round simply because that is what they expect it to be. So basically, the Flat Earth Society's beliefs is that we've never left we've never the really left the planet because we're okay. you know we we faked the moon landing and then Russians had to fake something better so that we're constantly trying to outdo each other by faking this stuff. 
Other people believe that when Russia and the U.S. managed to get rockets into the sky, they realized their error and quickly set about protecting the shameful secret at all costs. Scientists knew that revealing that the Earth was flat would cause them to lose the science versus religion war, so scientists around the world agreed to keep the flat Earth secret. The Antarctic Treaty went into place in 1961, making it off-limits to any wandering eyes. Flat Earthers believe photos of the globe are photoshopped, GPS devices are rigged to make airplane pilots think they are flying in straight lines around a sphere when they are actually flying in circles above a disc, and that when you are on an airplane, the horizon looks curved because the airplane windows are curved. Oh. <laughs> so It's just the most ridiculous logic I've ever heard. NASA faking videos. Okay. Videos of spacewalks and astronauts in zero gravity are actually filmed in parabolic flight on steadily and rapidly descending airplanes, making it look like the astronauts are floating. We have airplanes that do that? Apparently. Okay. So they go way up and then they drop down so fast that everything is weightless. It's and like they quickly, a ride at Great America. It is like that ride. <laughs> so then they quickly record this, making it look like they're in space. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. it's good to know we have that technology at least. Yeah. Good, good, good. So yeah, there's that. Okay. You know, a lot of people think that NASA basically just exists to prevent people from accidentally wandering off the edge of the earth. They just shot a rocket off. And supposedly, mm -hmm. allegedly, and that they uh, spend all their other time faking uh, space <laughs> pictures and whatnot. How do I get in on that? I don't know. That sounds like a fun gig. Huh. You know, a lot of the science versus religion stuff comes from the fact that the Bible mentions the four corners of the earth. So this a lot of people say, I know. I'm you mad at everyone right now. There's a lot of variations in the theories. Some flat earthers believe that instead of an ice wall around the earth, there is a teleportation field that when you enter it, it beams you to the other side, making oh. it appear like you just went in a circle around a spherical planet. Sure. In that case, aliens put it up. Well, yeah. So do they, do they believe in aliens? Yeah. Okay. Because they don't know what created this. Now we get into some some weird stuff. Oh, now we're going to get yeah. to the weird stuff? Okay, A lot good. of flat earthers believe that the flat earth is surrounded by an invisible dome-like barrier called the firmament, which was mentioned in the Bible. Okay. The firmament that serves both to protect us and to hide the true nature of the heavens. This firmament is what the sun and moon are attached to on tracks that go around the dome, and the stars are actually the light of heaven coming through small pinpoint openings in the dome. Other people believe that the dome has holographic images beamed onto it of clouds, the stars, the sun and moon, and other things we see in the sky. There are several videos on YouTube that seem to show the moon glitching, which flat earthers say is proof that the moon is actually a holographic image. Or it could be proof of a, that we're living in a computer simulation. Mm, that's more likely to me than the flat earth theory. But yeah, they said that there's tracks on the dome that the sun and moon are on. And one interesting thing I read was that because of the way the tracks are positioned, occasionally the sun and the moon come so close to each other that the power that it takes to generate them causes it to short circuit, which causes the eclipse. <laughs> so, I feel like good old science explains eclipses, not this weird, complicated, illogical... Yeah. yeah. Some some people, some accounts I've read said that the sky is blue because what's on the other side of the dome is water. So we're basically so we we're basically underwater in a snow globe. That's what it sounds like. Like huh. a lot of this dome stuff makes it sound like we live in a snow globe. Interesting. Yeah. But they said, yeah, there's tracks. Sun and moon go around. So on what tracks. happens when it rains? If we're I don't a... know. 
I don't know. Somebody poked some holes in the ceiling and... Well, no, that's what the, the stars are, holes in the dome. Oh. And that's supposedly the light of heaven shining through. Oh, but there is a heaven. There is a heaven. Okay. Yeah. And people people theorize about what's on the other end of the ice wall that they don't know if there are other civilizations or if there is nothing or Pizza? if the ice wall just goes on. Some people say that there is like a secret something hidden in the ice wall and that's what NASA is doing is stopping people from finding this secret something that is like buried in the ice wall that surrounds the earth (laughs) so but yeah so that's some of the theories that the flat earthers believe in i originally you know i heard about the flat earth society way back i want to say in the 80s oh really and i assumed that it was just like a bunch of people getting together for a laugh that it was like trolling you know like just pretending yeah we believe you know it was like a drinking group that they would get together and (laughs) and you know, do this. Instead of playing like D&D, yeah, and they talk they would, about they the flat They would get together earth. and joke about the earth being flat, but apparently it's a real thing. I mean, this reminds me of like what I talked about before, um, the Heaven's Gate. They mm. believed that the Halbot Comet was coming and that there was an alien spacecraft riding on its tail that was coming to take them out of their bodies. And like this is, they believed so many weird and strange it's just so. But it's amazing. It's like a cult. It's amazing how you can get other people to believe in the, in the weird things that you believe in. I guess I mean, if this, you're really enthusiastic at, about something, this came up at work because one of the guys at work that I talked to listened to a couple of our episodes, and he said you guys should do one on flat Earth because somebody at work believes that, and we're kind of convincing him of that. Was convincing the guy that told you that we should talk about it? Yeah, that wanted us to talk about the flat Earth. Okay, listen, Mister. Yeah, it's don't go down that rabbit hole. You know, I, I, I don't get it, I no. guess. It's just doesn't... If I go far enough north, I'm just going to fall off the earth? No, if, if you I go, can get past you, the ice wall? You'd have to get past the ice wall because you go far enough north and the center of the, the, the circle is the North Pole. That's where the North Pole is. And then you would keep going, thinking that, you, thinking that you were going, you know, to the, to the South Pole or Antarctica, but you would really just be hitting the wall or the teleporter that would teleport you Somehow to the other side of the planet. Not the planet, so the other side of the earth, the flat uh, earth. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So what do you think? <laughs> flat no, earth, yay or no, nay? No, nay. Nay, nay, nay. Nay? Nay, nay. Okay. Are you in on it? I went into this thinking that the earth was round. <laughs> and after listening to all this stuff, I think the earth is even rounder than yep, I originally thought. It's way rounder. It is not flat. No. Not by any stretch of the imagination. There's no compelling no. evidence or logic behind any of that. No. None of it. And here we have five reasons why the earth is round. Okay, let's hear them. Number one, and this is the very first one that popped into my mind, because I used to live in an apartment you know, in, on Memorial Drive in Manitowoc, mm-hmm. where the lake, the lake is right there. Yep. Reason number one, looking out at the ocean or lakes, approaching ships do not just appear on the horizon. They seem to emerge from beneath the water. The reason ships appear as if they emerge from the waves is because the world is not flat, it's round. Because when the car ferry would come over from Michigan, a lot of times I would just see the very tip of the smokestack of the car ferry. Right. You know, you don't you People don't who just don't see know Lake the Michigan. You see, yeah, you it's see It's a huge lake. It is. And you see the you know, like sometimes I would just see the very tip of the the smokestack of the car ferry with the smoke coming out of it. Mm-hmm. 
because the the way because the earth is curved so it's dipped down from your level so you're going to see it slowly pop up right that was the very first thing that popped in my head whenever anybody brings up the flat earth that makes so much sense and so people if you're not from wisconsin you need to google lake michigan because it's not one of those lakes that you can just take a boat across and you cannot see the other side no it is it's like an inland sea it's huge it is huge so if you see a ship coming in you're going to see it gradually come up not straight on straight on okay Reason number two, if you place a stick in the ground, it will produce a shadow. That's like a sundial. You know what I'm saying? Like how a sundial uses the shadow's movements to tell the time. If the world was flat, two sticks in two different locations would produce the same length shadow. Mm -hmm. But because the earth is round, sticks placed at two distant locations will throw shadows of different lengths. And it'll move. Yes. In 276 B.C., a Greek mathematician named Eratosthenes used this method to become the first person to estimate the circumference of the Earth. Hmm. You know, and you have some of the stuff. People, I, when I was looking this up, they had like really neat little illustrations about how this works. And okay. that, you should post some links. You know, th- yeah, I should. That if you know somebody 150, 200 miles away from us to stick in the ground, it's going to be slightly longer because the Earth has curved, casting a longer shadow. Mm-hmm. Reason number three, the existence of time zones. If the sun was a spotlight, very directionally located so that the light only shines on a specific location. Shining straight down, like which is what, which is, which is what, you know, which is what the flat earthers believe that the sun is basically a spotlight that shines. Mm-hmm. If the sun was a spotlight directionally located so the light only shines on a specific location and the world was flat, we would see the sun even if it didn't shine directly on us. Much like we can see a spotlight from a darkened seat in a theater, we would be able to see the sun even if it wasn't pointing at us. So their their explanation is, is that, that it's the a sun spotlight moves, that just moves? That the sun moves over different parts of the flat earth. Okay. Reason number four, you can see farther if you go higher. If the earth was flat, you'd be able to see the same distance no matter your elevation. Think about it. Your eye can detect a bright object like the moon from 240,000 miles away. Seeing the lights of Miami from New York City, which is only a mere 1,094 miles away, on a clear evening should be easy. But Hmm. you can't because the curvature of the earth limits our sight to about 3.1 miles. Unless you climb up a tall tree, building, or mountain and get a perspective from higher up. Which makes sense. That's actually really, that is actually really, really good. Logical, yeah. yeah. And they had a neat little diagram for that, how that works. Okay. Take that, flat earthers. And the last one, I admit that I spent a lot of time watching these things on YouTube because I thought they were fascinating. It's okay. something called, I believe it's Foucault's Pendulum. It's like a French, it looks like Foucault. Le Foucault. <laughs> okay. But I think it's, I saw it pronounced Foucault's. Okay. So we're going to go with Foucault's Pendulum. I actually remember seeing one of these. I think it was in the Chicago Museum when I was a kid. Okay. So what this is, it's a big metal ball with a pin on the bottom suspended on a string over something that looks like the wheel of fortune wheel. Okay. Like a big wheel yeah. with a big metal ball with a pin on the bottom. The wheel has sand on it. You smooth out the sand and you swing the pendulum. If you come back in an hour, you know, when you swing the pendulum, it starts making a line in the sand. Yeah. If you come back in an hour, you'll see that the newest line intersects the original line because the earth is rotating. The pendulum's still going in the same direction it was going in. And because the earth is rotating, it's putting a new line in the sand. Okay. 
Do you understand I what I'm saying? I kind of do, yeah. 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 So think of the pendulum as hanging. It's it's the pendulum is fixed in to a way else? in a way that it doesn't spin with okay. anything else. Yeah. So you get that it going in a straight line back and forth and mm-hmm. it keeps going in this line. But everything else is moving. It's the planet is rotating, so the line keeps moving a little bit and you're going to eventually end up with all these lines like a starburst. Yeah, like a starburst pattern. Hmm. So that is proof that the earth is rotating. Wow. Which, unless the flat Earth is actually spinning too, but I haven't seen anything that, that said that these people believe sense. no that they don't believe that the flat Earth is actually spinning. But the they just f- think we're the Fuku's on pen- an elevator. There's a lot of video or videos on YouTube of the pendulum working, and it was like actually really kind of fascinating huh. to watch that. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. So they said that's proof that the Earth is rotating, huh. which kind of blows the whole flat Earth thing out of the water. I think the most compelling out of that is out of all those is the ship. Yeah, the ship. And and the why can't we we can see the moon yep. from like you said uh, yeah however far away the but ship one is the one that like anybody near a body of water can go see, provided that the body of water is big enough. Right. You know, like Lake Winnebago, you can see the other side over that. Yeah. It's not going to really be like that. If a boat's coming across on there, you're going to see it like it's coming straight at you. You probably saw it leave its dock. <laughs> but if you look at Lake Michigan, when the car ferry is coming in, you're just going to see the top of the boat and you're going to see the boat gradually pop up because of the curve of the earth. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. The earth is not flat. Definitely curvy. It is definitely curvy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's voluptuous. So, so we do have a voluptuous earth. So yeah. there you go. I mean, I hope on. we didn't burst anybody's bubble that believes the 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 flat Earth stuff. We didn't burst any burbles. No, it's just. I mean, I was reading this stuff and I am going, "What the hell?" I, <laughs> yeah. I can. I buy. I buy a lot of conspiracy theories that are so crazy. I don't even tell anybody about some of them. Really? But this one, I just cannot wrap my mind around why this somebody doesn't make any sense. I don't know if it's if it's you know like the alien stuff in the eighties and nineties and all that. I don't know if it's just like mistrust of the government. And this is a way to focus your mistrust of the government on something mm-hmm. that you just believe we're not being told the truth. These people went down the rabbit hole and they shouldn't have. Yeah. And I don't, you know, say that the earth really is flat. Why would they carry on for this long? Why wouldn't they just What's say, the purpose? I don't know. Uh, some people believe the purpose is that they're getting funded, like NASA's getting funded, that they're pocketing the money that they for don't spend what? on making. But why? I don't like, know. What's the purpose? There's I don't know. no. I don't know. I mean, you would think at some sense. point NASA and the government would just be like, hey, guess what? It's Earth like- is flat. <laughs> Suck it up. Deal with it. <laughs> right. You know, but no. So that's what these people think. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There was a video once, a guy who, um, what did he go up on? Was it like a balloon or something? And he actually parachuted from space did you ever did you see that it was like televised <laughs> no i didn't like they i heard i know what you're talking going, about it was terrifying to watch I'm i was thinking about uh he literally jumped out of whatever he was traveling in. i can't remember how he got up there with a parachute and fell back to earth from space it was crazy i think i, rem- I remember hearing about it but i did not see the video well the earth was definitely round well, was, <laughs> in uh, that video <laughs> I don't know why that guy would fake that. He wasn't like out to prove anything. He was doing the parachuting thing to break a record or something. Our Canadian listener, Sarah, uh, her and I were talking (laughs) or messaging. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, Her and I were messaging on Facebook this morning talking about this. And she sent me a video with a guy holding a little balloon Mm -hmm. in a glass of water. And he poured the water over the balloon and it all splashed off. Then he said, how could there be flooding 
in Texas and other places when the water <laughs> pours off the balloon if the earth was round. It's the same reason. It's like, why don't the oceans wobble? Gravity. Yeah. But no, gravity is us being pushed upwards. On an elevator. <laughs> Constantly. On an elevator. Yeah. But yeah, there's... Uh, Looney Tunes. I'm sorry. There, it just... There's so many videos on YouTube of people trying to prove that the earth is flat. Wow. There, there are so many sites promoting this and there's so many science sites really shooting it down oh yeah. shooting it down okay good there's no science to back no. any of this up but yeah they they think that these are that the pictures from space are faked and they tie that into the whole moon landing hoax you know with the pictures of stuff that's not supposed to be there so they say that's mm -hmm. further proof that the moon landing was faked because the moon is actually just 32 miles across and it's up on its track so yeah, otherwise, it's otherwise like a huge it's, mobile, yeah, like, you know, like babies stuff, have over their yeah, cribs. That's basically what it is. <laughs> you know, some people argue whether these tracks are invisible or whether the tracks are there and we can't see them. But I just get a kick out of the, you know, when the sun, the 32 mile across sun and moon get too close, their electronics cause it to short circuit. And that's what the eclipse is. Well, it only happens what? Well, this last eclipse we had was, yeah. it won't happen again for... That's the thing. We pre we can predict it, though. You can't predict when circuits... Are, oh, whatever. <laughs> You're over it's it, aren't you? not worth it. <laughs> You're over it. I can't waste my breath on it anymore. No, they just... Uh, I was reading that they just had their first ever international meeting of the Flat Earth Society. I think it was in Atlanta, Georgia. And they said 500 people showed up. International. International and 500, 500 people, people showed, showed up. up. Yeah. Wow. So... <laughs> Well, hey, they're growing 200 people per year. Per year. But uh, there's a podcast that Jamie told me about. I think it was called Ross and... I think it's called Oh No, It's Ross and Carrie. Yeah, it's called Oh No, It's Ross and Carrie. And okay. what they do on the podcast, they find all this fringe, these fringe groups and they actually join them for a little while and then come back to the That's podcast. Amazing. And they, they, had one, they had, I think, two episodes talking about that they went to this meeting with the flat earth people. Oh, we have to listen to that. You know, and then, the, you know, like the people would come up and say, so when did you finally wake up to the truth? And, you know, they ordered pizza and thought it was funny that they ordered pizza because that's basically what <laughs> earth is. And Oh, yeah, that's great. They said, you know, so you could, there was like no arguing with some of these people because... Oh, when they're it would in, just get, they are in. Yeah, it would just get to the point where they'd be just answer with like, oh, that's just the way it is. Oh, Probably. You know. I feel like that's what religion is too. Yeah. And I guess they said God's like will. somebody they talked to, their brother-in-law or something like that actually worked at NASA. And it's like, uh, could you imagine that poor oh, bastard? Oh, man. What that's like when he, he hates gets, family gatherings and holidays. he gets holidays. together with them. So there you have it, folks. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. Unless you're into the flat earth if thing. If you're into flat earth. Just prepare to be mocked or something. Yeah. Because come on. I mean, I get, I get it. I get why you think i don't i get why you think that <laughs> i want to be, be nice. lied to i guess sure because our government probably lies to us oh, all they the probably time lied to us about a lot of stuff sure. but well, i don't this think is the, just a weird... i don't think the earth is one of them there's just no solid evidence no so mm. let us let us know what you think keep your hate mail to a minimum yeah i wonder if we do have anybody listening that sorry yeah sorry <laughs> there's just there's just too much evidence that it is round yes absolutely it's called science. Uh, strange sessions. We're going to fund our own rocket. Go up there and... <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. I'll too, watch you. We'll get somebody. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Joel will do it. Joel, <laughs> Joel definitely Joel, do it. Get back to us. We're going to send you up there. Yeah. 
take a couple selfies with your phone, show us the curvature of the earth, and, and then we'll be good. Fall back down. And then people will say we faked it. Yeah. It'll <laughs> all be worthless and pointless. So uh, there you go, folks. There is the flat earth. Air uh, quotes. Tila, give me a call. We got to talk. <laughs> you do a little research on that porn and get back to I us. am going to research that like crazy when I get home. <laughs> So our next episode, do we usually say what our next episode is going to be? I think no, so. I don't think we do. I think oh, we, we usually don't? just post it. Okay. So I don't even know what it is. So we're contemplating doing something for the when we get to our fifth one because everybody seemed to like the teaser picture we had of the episodes what they were going to be about. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking about doing that again when With we get to contest. our fifth episode. Yeah. For to have our next five episode topics and to have it partially covered. And I'm thinking about doing a thing where the first person to correctly guess all five topics is going to get a $25 Amazon code. We upped it to 25 I It was it to 20 when we talked I don't know if they before. sell them at 20 It'll be either I feel 20. like you could do whatever you want. It'll but... be either 20 or 25 but we're, we're going to give the first person to correctly identify all five, all five topics, $20, $25 Amazon code that you can put into your little Amazon account and... And buy a book on flat earth theory. I was up to, because you know I was doing all those survey sites oh, and everything. Yeah. I was up to $170 in nice. my Amazon, but it dropped a ton because I bought the two seasons of The Americans that I've uh, been watching. And I th- you know it's on Netflix, right? No, it is oh, not on Netflix. They take it they off? They took it off Netflix. Oh, it and I thought Netflix. about doing Amazon Prime, I but have it. I don't order enough stuff off Amazon. You know what else you get though? I know, you get Amazon Music. Because I can Kindle. download you get the Kindle. a ton of music on you my get, phone Yeah, for you free. get the Amazon Kindle. You can borrow books at the... But I don't Even really, if you just order one thing, I, I mean, yeah. it's, I don't know. I can't get into... I can't read books on my phone or on a Kindle. No, me neither, but I, I just... I have to literally hold me too. a book. I just ordered the new... Um, one of the new Dean Koontz books and this my lovely new backpack here, and I got free shipping for both, and you can watch TV on I just Amazon checked out Prime. a book from the library on our next topic, so nice. I will be researching that, and then I got the trivia contest coming up. So we will be back. Oh, also, we're going to probably change the time that we release the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're probably going to shoot for Sunday evenings because my work hours changed. How do you so, like it now? Oh, my God. I love it. So much better. I've, I only did it Monday. Monday was my first time, but my hours changed from working to 11 at night to now I work three days a week. I work Saturday, Sunday, and Monday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and getting done at 7 p.m. is making all the difference in the world because yeah. I'm, I am not a night person. Once it gets to be 8 o'clock... I get cranky. I want my PJs on. Right. You know, I don't want to be at work. So it's it's because for some reason I wake up early every day, 5.30, yeah, anyway. 6 o'clock. Yep. I can go to bed. We, when we used to do ghost hunts, I would go to bed at 3 o'clock, 3.30 sometimes. I'd be so up at be up 7. At, yep. And I cannot, I'm the same way. I cannot sleep later than that. But this way I can go to bed earlier if I'm tired. Yeah. And that's making a huge difference. Oh, good. I feel better. And I love it, so they're probably going to end up changing it back to the way it was before, <laughs> just to piss me off. <laughs> so, Jerks. But yeah, we'll we'll post some of the... But this will work better for your schedule to release on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, okay. because I, I'm going to get home from work Sunday night at 7, so then I'll release the podcast on YouTube, and now I'll release it in iTunes, okay. now that I know how to do it, and it's painfully easy, just like you told me mm-hmm. it was. So we'll do that Sunday nights. So hopefully Sweet. that works good. Monday mornings, you guys can listen to it on your commute or yeah. or whatever you want to do. And now that Kurt is doing it, he doesn't have to deal with my weird computer glitches and 
technical difficulties. <laughs> so. Putting out the unedited. Yeah. Out the unedited I'd like to think of that as a bonus. <laughs> yeah, that was. That should have been for our Patreon listeners. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think we're on Patreon. <laughs> I don't think we are either. <laughs> One of us would know if we were. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we are and we don't, we don't even know. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for spending your time listening to us. Hopefully you found this as enjoyable as we did. Mm-hmm. And absurd, but whatever. <laughs> absurd. <laughs> That's a good word, too. Uh So we will be back soon with another episode. So if you really believe the earth is flat, get to us and we'll talk you down. Yeah. So until next time, stay stay strange. strange. an old school media production executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit strangesessions.com.